Welcome back to This Sacred Life, a soulful, sensual, and sacred exploration for women. I'm Shan Vanderleek, and today I have the pleasure of speaking with Lee Noto about how to access deep embodiment, authentic self-expression, and sensuality. Lee is an intimacy and self-expression coach who guides women on a journey to embodying their inner high priestess so that they can create deep, intimate partnerships. Her mission is to help women feel empowered and free in their expression. Welcome to This Sacred Life, Lee. Thank you, Shan. It is such a pleasure to be here. It's an honor to have you here. I'm so glad that I found you. And I've been just having fun listening to your podcast and checking out your website and getting to know your message and, and the energy around you. And wow, you are something else, woman. Thank you. It takes one to know one, my dear. <laughs> Today, before we came together, as I always do, I pulled a goddess card and Sedna, infinite supply came up. You are supplied for your todays and all of your tomorrows. And I'd love to get your feedback on why you think Sedna rose to the top of the deck today. <laughs> I wish you could see my face. I've got a <laughs> smile on from ear to ear. This is something that I have been really, really intentional about in terms of being choiceful in how I show up to my life. And you know, I can't say that Sedna is pointing to finances. However, I have chosen to step into a place in my life where I'm choosing abundance. And that might be abundance of fruitful opportunities, of quality time with friends and loved ones, of wealth. And there's something that has shifted within me. And it's so beautiful to have that reflected back through your card pull. I am blissed out right now receiving that. These cards never lie. They just, they're always spot on. So we have lots to talk about today. And the place that I wanted to start, where I love to start on occasion, is asking you how you relate to your body, sexuality, and power. Ooh, oh my gosh. We're just getting deep real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any other way. I love it. You're a woman after my own heart. The first thing that came to me when you started asking that question was much differently than I used to. I relate to my body, my sexuality, and my power much differently. Where I'm at in my life right now is this, I've dug my heels into taking a stand. And that is one of the biggest acts of service I could have given myself and I could have given my clients. And so where I, I stand with my body is taking a stand for my optimal health, unconditional love in terms of how I show up to my body, how I talk to my body, how I look at my body when I walk by the mirror. I mean, from the trivial and seemingly mundane everyday activities, like putting lotion on, to some of the seemingly more spiritual activities, like doing womb clearing, I am on a mission right now to show up to my body in service to her, in service to her in the way that she shows up for me. I've really shifted out of the narrative of comparing myself or looking at others or looking at where I was five years ago and comparing myself to that. And the same thing is true with my sexuality. And 
it's funny that you should ask that question because I'm really in a period of sexual renegotiation right now. When I first became sexually active, a lot of my strategy for my sexuality was using it to gain love, approval, and validation. Mm-hmm. And you know, I didn't recognize that when I was doing it, but as an adult now, I can look back and see exactly what I needed that I wasn't getting at home. So I sought this outside. And where I'm at in my life right now, because I had given myself the identity of sexual vixen, and I really played into that because it was my my winning strategy for love, I've started to enter a sexual renegotiation period where I'm seeing what else exists for me. What is there in my preferences, in my desires, in my kinks, in my fears, in the places that I feel too afraid to go because I don't know what's on the other side? And so I'm in this deep exploration period right now, and I'm starting to see myself in this discovery mode, whether that's around my emotions, around anything that even seems unrelated to sexuality, but is totally related like money. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm using my sexuality as an avenue to explore these different parts of me. And thankfully I am in a loving, transformative partnership where my, my partner supports me in that exploration. And the same is true with my power. Power like money for so long for me was something that I, I loved and hated at the same time. I want it, but I, I don't want to have it. And I really, really transformed my perception and my relationship with power as well as something that as I cultivate this true inner power, different from the sort of patriarchal power that we've been modeled in society, that is how I show up in service to others. And it is in service to others that I continue to really reveal more of myself to myself and give permission to others to be able to do the same for themselves. And there is nothing better than to be in that potency and to be the example of it Mm. and to point it out when you see it in others. Yeah, just to have this reverence about how we interact. And from that point of of self-love, where you started talking about how you relate to your body, I just was like, yes, yes, yes. I love to hear that. I love to hear that all of it is tied together so sweetly. We do change. Our sexuality changes. Our preference changes. We. I'm glad to see that you're in that re-exploration place. We deserve to go there. We're not, we're not going to show up the way that we did as young women when we were first setting out and exploring And we aren't going to be looking for the same things. So why in the world would it stay the same throughout our lives, throughout the gateways that we pass through? Right. I agree with you. I agree with you. I think it's just no one taught us how to do this. Mm -mm. This thing called life and sex and, you know, for us entrepreneurs, entrepreneurship, you know, there's so many things that we didn't get the guidebook for. So we're discovering it along the way. And I'm grateful to be you know, in company with people who are actively re-exploring themselves every day as well. Mm -hmm. And doing so as much as possible without judgment, without shame, without making ourselves smaller or what my friend 
<laughs> Jennifer likes to say, throwing ourselves in the shame pit, right? And mm. it's like, no, uh-uh. All of the decisions I've made up until this point in my life are based on the experiences that I've had thus far. Mm. Each one a learning experience. Even the ones that make you go, holy shit, did I really do that? <laughs> and then did I do yeah. that again? You know? <laughs> I got a lot of those. <laughs> oh, me too. Me too. What, what are some of the somatic practices that you teach and how do they help us connect to our emotions and our bodies? Yes, there is so much juiciness when we drop down into the body and into the heart. So there are three simple ways that when I'm first guiding women into the body, I'll use as gateways to really learn how to almost wield our emotions. And this is a very a purposeful wielding and an allowing, a choiceful allowing of the emotions and the energy to flow through. So oftentimes, and I can speak from very personal experience as a former New York, corporate America, city slicking woman, that oftentimes my emotions seemed and felt inconvenient for me. It just was never the time to feel them. Not right now. I'm in front of people. I had all the justifications for why emotions slowed me down, made me weak, all of the things. Oh yes. Weak, <laughs> weak being the word I can totally, totally relate. Yes. Yes. And it's beautiful to see that we're rewriting that paradigm right now. It is actively happening all around us and we are agents in that movement as well. And it's, it's incredible. So three easy ways to access emotion and, and move energy through the body are breath, sound, and movement. Oftentimes when I feel stuck in my emotions or when I feel and I can sense that there's something down beneath the lid that I have screwed on so tightly just to get through my day, I know that it's time to drop into some sort of breathwork practice, some sort of sound work practice, or some sort of movement practice. And typically, while these can be guided and structured, I will often teach women the basics so that they can flow intuitively through breath, sound, and movement. So what that might look like in practice is starting with breath and getting related to the breath. Maybe it's taking a deep breath in and out and starting to create a relationship in that moment with the breath, whether we're noticing that it's choppy or we're noticing that, oh my gosh, I've not taken a deep breath all day. We're just relating to it. And as we relate to it and allow it to fill our bodies with fresh energy, we're moving the energy through our bodies and we're allowing some of the stuckness to just dislodge itself. When we dislodge some of the stuckness or when we create a clearing through something as simple as the breath, then there's a space for the emotions to flow as they naturally will. So in my approach to this, we're not forcing emotions to be here. We're not doing any forcing. We are allowing mm. and we're creating the right environment inside the body to allow the emotions and the body to do what it naturally does. So after we start with the breath and we become related to the breath, we'll layer in some sound. 
And what this can look like from a very simple perspective, if someone is getting started with a practice like this, is after each deep breath in, we release with a sound. Whatever sound wants to come out, your body will know exactly how it wants to express, whether it's the emotions from the day, frustration, joy, the sound of an animal, and whatever comes out, comes out. And this is a beautiful way to tap into play and intuition and a sense of free-flowing expression. I think, I think we all need to do that right now. Everybody listening, and, and you and I included, let's, let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Taking a nice deep breath in and out with a sound. (sighs) (laughs) It's so good. It's so good. When you're listening in, carry on. You don't have to stop. (laughs) You can, you can keep, keep on listening and breathing and howling or singing or whatever it is you need to do. This is so good. Just doing it once was so good. Yes. And that creates this opening for more emotion to flow through, for expression to come out. Mm -hmm. What I love about the sound practice, and I think you'll totally dig this given your area of expertise, is that this form of expression is pre-verbal. You Mm -hmm. don't have to formulate sentences and profound thoughts. It's it's just sound. It is pure, uninhibited expression with no meaning whatsoever. And I love that there's a space to be able to be and not have to make meaning or a story about what it means or how we feel or all of our shadows or right. you know, all the all the fun places we go. So that's sound. And then the last layer that I will incorporate in is movement. And so what movement wants to come through the body that is an expression of where you're at or how you're feeling or what wants to be released or let go of or what wants to be welcomed in? And sometimes this starts with movement of the joints, lubrication, just getting the body warmed up if you've been sitting at a computer all day. And other times it might be shaking, Hmm. shaking it all off from the day, or it might be rotating the hips around. So whatever movement wants to come through, and this is a beautiful way to open the body through breath, sound, and movement, and to allow an opening and a space for emotions to flow through as they naturally will. And I recommend doing this as often as you can. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) I mean, there are times when, more times than I can count, where what listening to music or whatever I'm doing, and I'll just be, I'll just be in it for, for a while. It's not something you have to plan. You don't, it's not a workout or a a thing that needs to be on your calendar. It's just move. And how do you want to move right now? When you were talking about it, I, I felt like, oh, I really need to get my shoulders back and open up my heart chakra and, you know, put these arms back and, oh, it felt so good just for a moment. Mm. And I love that you shared that because that's all it takes. Like you Mm -hmm. said, this doesn't have to be a 60 minute workout. This can happen in minutes Mm -hmm. and we're rejuvenated. Yeah. I'd like to know a little bit more about how you embody being a sovereign high priestess and what some of your favorite sacred feminine rituals are. Absolutely. 
So one, I love dancing, love it. It is such a free flowing way to express. And I get to choose the music that allows my body to move in whatever way it wants to move in that moment. And I will say that dancing has been medicine for me because for many, many years, I was so self-conscious about the way I looked when I danced. So often I would go out and, and many times alone just to really sort of, you know, put myself out there. I would go out alone and I would go dancing. And I remember one night I was at a nightclub in Brooklyn and I was alone and I was really hitting a wall. I was like, you know, I came here to dance and I'm feeling really self-conscious. I feel like everyone's looking at me. And I said, okay, I'm going to give myself 10 minutes. And in these 10 minutes, all of the anxiety that I'm feeling, all of the worry and fear and frustration, I am going to leave it on this dance floor. And I'm going to walk out of this nightclub without any of it. And I gave myself 10 minutes and I ripped, I went for it. <laughs> 10 minutes turned into an hour. And before I knew it, I, I, I don't know, it was like two or three in the morning. And I had felt like I just had a religious experience. And it was just that choice to say, okay, for 10 minutes, I'm just going to let it go. Yeah. However I want to move. And I really committed. And there's something that has, has been such a transformative process for me because it has opened me up physiologically in my body. It has opened up my heart. It has opened up my hips. It has opened up my, my mind in terms of where I was judging myself. It's fun. It's playful. It can be precise and technical. It can be completely silly and untechnical. And it has been one of the practices that has really allowed me to tune into my feminine energy, the free flowing creative intuition. And so dance has been a really, really beautiful part of my practice. And then I will also say, I have really enjoyed structured weightlifting workouts. Mm -hmm. I feel so strong and powerful after really focusing and tuning in and bringing this presence to a squat or to right. a bench press. And there's something that happens in those core movements that when I stand up or when I'm done with the squat, I'm like, oh my gosh, I could squat the Empire State Building. <laughs> you feel so strong. Yes. And yeah. there's, that carries into my day. My, my shoulders open up. I stand taller. I feel powerful. I can feel my muscles in my body. And there's something to be said about those, a balance uh, with those kinds of movements as well that really... I find allows me to integrate my masculine and feminine energy. Oh yeah. I love it. How can we access our sensual and sexual superpowers and then use them to create our vision in the world? Mm, yes. Here's the thing. Here, this is my, my perspective as of late in my personal experience and in work with clients in this area is there's typically not much we have to do or learn to access our sensual and sexual superpowers. That is our nature, especially as those who identify as women. We are the creatrixes of life. Life flows through us. That is our sexual energy is flowing through us all the time, whether we're 
channeling that sexual energy into a project, into creating human life, into really tuning into a sexual act. So what I start to tell clients to start is, is there anything that's standing in the way or that's creating a block of you being in your natural state of sensual expression? Is it something practical like packing your schedule too tightly and not having a space to just be and to relax? Is it a fear of exploring that part of yourself? So what things may be standing in the way that don't allow what your natural way of being to just be? Once those things are acknowledged, then accessing those powers is anything that brings you joy. Mm. If you are in your joy and you are doing things that bring you pleasure, then you have, you're already ahead of the curve because you're, tuned, you're getting to tune into a sense of presence, into your sense of aliveness. When you are alive, you are in your sexual energy. And as far as expression goes, again, going deeper into the things that bring you pleasure and joy, because you can absolutely access sensual energy by laying in the park. You can access your sensual energy by writing a poem or by dancing or by lathering lotion all over yourself sensuously. There's no right or wrong way to do sensual and sexual energy or to access your superpowers. And there are many ways in which people teach this work. And what I will say is that you are your own guide. Even if you take on someone else's method, which can serve you wonderfully, really tune in and ask yourself, what feels good for me? What brings me pleasure? What do I enjoy doing? And how can I continue to cultivate this space for myself so that I can access what is inherently mine and what is already here more of the time. And then if I choose to, how can I expand and deepen in to that exploration? Mm. Pleasure hounds unite. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I knew I was going to enjoy speaking with you. I also knew that it was going to go by in a flash like it did. Before we wrap, is there anything that you want to share with our listeners? I don't know if you've got uh, a free gift or download or perhaps uh, some more information about your High Priestess Collective, whatever you'd like to share. Absolutely. I would love to. So the first thing I want to share is just a message, and that is you've got this. Mm. Everything you are dreaming of creating, it's already here. It's already yours. All you have to do is step into the feeling of it already being here. And I promise you, and I can speak from personal experience, if you make the choice and you make the decision to show up in alignment with the things you're desiring, your reality will follow beautifully. So know that anything you're desiring to create is already yours. And as you choose, your reality will reorganize itself in alignment with your decision. And I I do have a free gift for the listeners. It's a guided meditation for embodiment, self-expression, and intimacy. So if you are looking to access those parts of yourself and have a really gentle guided way 
to start to tap into that. This meditation is definitely for you. And if you are looking for a community of women who are having these kinds of conversations and going on this exploration together in community, then I do invite you to check out the High Priestess Collective, and you can visit that by going to highpriestesscollective.com. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing from your heart, mind, body, soul, from your sensuality, from all of the all of the things that make you you, that make you special, that make you amazing. I'm so grateful that you have the High Priestess Collective and that you're doing the work that you're doing in the world. Thank you so much, Shan. It was a pleasure getting to speak with you today. And thank you for sharing your work as well. That was intimacy and self-expression coach, Lee Noto. Learn more about Lee and the High Priestess Collective at leenoto.com.